Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, everyone. We are joined today by Danny Lashibo, the co-founder of Bold Leads, a real estate lead generation company specializing in seller leads. Bold Leads uses a cost-effective approach to lead capture that helps agents identify prospective sellers and easily generate a large volume of quality leads. Danny has managed over $10 million in advertising for thousands of successful real estate campaigns, both online and offline, and in addition to joining us today to discuss the Bold Leads platform, he's also going to provide us with some valuable tips on how any agent can generate more leads for less money and turn more leads into listings. Now, let's welcome Danny to the call and join our host, Tim Harris. Thank you, Mr. Ventura. I appreciate it. So, Danny, let's just jump right in. One of the main reasons that we wanted to have you as a co-host, as a uh, guest, is because your company is focused primarily on generating seller leads. And that's really the primary focus of a lot of folks, agents that join our coaching organizations. They want to learn how to be listing agents. It's sort of like the buying buyer lead thing is... I don't know, hopefully that horse is headed for the horizon and and agents are waking up to the fact that if they're going to list, if they're going to last in this industry, they have to learn to be listing agents. So for that, I think that they, uh, our listeners, are going to really benefit from what you have to offer. So what is Bold Leads and what inspired you to start the company? So thanks thanks for having me, first of all, Tim. Appreciate it. Sure. Um, So Bold Leads is, it's pretty straightforward. Um, It's just a platform that's, allows agents to generate listing leads, and then um, has a follow-up system built in that helps them um, follow up in a way that sellers actually respond to. Um, so the whole idea behind it was there's all these different ways to generate leads, um, you know, postcards, pay-per-click, all this different stuff. So we, what we do is we test out basically everything, um, and then we systemize the options that work the best. So we try to offer the simplest way to get the most leads for the least amount of money, in the least amount of time in any market. Um, so the whole idea is we make it very simple to set up and get going. Uh, most of our clients get going. They start generating leads within the first hour of signing up, and they average about 53 seller leads a month. Uh, the reason we started Bold Leads um, is actually founded by myself and my mom, who's a real estate broker in Arizona. Um, we found – so I've been uh, managing real estate marketing campaigns for a while since – freshman year at college. Um, so I've basically seen a ton of different companies and the, there seems to be a trend where they don't really care about the clients. They don't care about the client success. Um, they rely on like these really high-pressure um, phone tactics and their support doesn't really respond. The leads are sent out to five or six agents at the same time and their prices keep going up. So the agents are getting the short end of the stick with basically the majority of these programs. Um, So I saw that as a huge problem. And then the other reason is that because I've seen, like, all these different things that work and what doesn't work, 
Um, I'm a huge, I'm big into like trend spotting. So I see these upcoming trends as they're coming in different industries. Um, and then I apply those trends to real estate. So we're, we're usually ahead of the curve when it comes to new techniques and that kind of thing. So we pair, um, you know, the good service and the family business uh, concept with awesome technology, you know, optimized ad campaigns, landing pages, follow up, the whole shebang, um, and with the, with the new trends. So we have like the full picture. Um, so that is a win-win-win for everybody around. Well, so I I was listening and I wrote some notes on some of the things you said, and yeah, I mean trend spotting. I appreciate that because really the trend for agents that are going to survive in the next evolution of this you know real estate recovery into this new real estate boom are definitely those that are learning how to be listing agents. And without naming names, I mean you are we are constantly rallying against these companies that do use high pressure phone tactics, do demand mm-hmm. agents sign long-term contracts to buy uh, ever-decreasing, you know, the, in terms of the quality of the buyer leads. So, yeah, man, we're on the same page. I really appreciate that. And so, you know, the, you're, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. This wasn't, you know, uh, listeners, uh, we always have our guests prepared with questions ahead of time, but since Danny brought this up, I'm going to ask him. Trend-wise, what are you seeing? I mean, you're, you're obviously from, uh, your, your bent is more of a technical and analytical. I'm just curious what you're seeing as far as emerging that you think would be a, it's going to go from a trend to something that's going to be big, say, in a year in the real estate so, generation space. Oh, yeah. So it, what's cool is you can see, like, um, see them coming. You know, they get popular in these other niches um, with either Internet marketing or different uh, insurance or mortgage or whatever. Um, so right now, Facebook's the, the big thing. Everybody's talking about Facebook ads. Um, very few people are actually doing them correctly and getting the results that they should be. Um, just because people hop on to the trend, doesn't really work, and they move on to the next thing. Um, so, so Facebook ads are huge right now, and they work really well. Um, some other things that are coming up probably in the next 6 to 12 months that we're actually building a whole new platform for these are just native advertising in general. So native ads are this huge trend where you see you know sites like BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, Forbes.com. A lot of that stuff is paid content. Um, so you can actually get an article on one of those sites for a very small amount of money, and um, drive traffic to that, which not only gets oh, 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 oh. that. So, it, dude, hold on for a second. You just said something that was just really very interesting. So you're saying I, I suspected this, Danny, but I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know it. So you're <laughs> saying basically to get. I, I, but hell, I'll admit that I was ignorant about this. You're saying that basically an agent could hypothetically, I assume that there's some control of the quality of the content that they're producing, and maybe they even hire a professional copywriter to write this for them, or at least a reporter. But you're saying mm-hmm. somebody could pay to have an article featured on Huffington Post? Oh, definitely. Yeah. How so much does that cost? That, How much does that cost? Well, do you, do you know? It ranges. What I, what I usually do is I'll hire someone who's like a copywriter who already has published articles on there. Um, because you need to be approved as an author, but mm-hmm. basically they'll approve anybody as long as you can speak English. <laughs> so what, what's cool, though, is that, you know, you can build in your call to actions, that kind of thing, within the article. So if you're targeting, you know, Phoenix distressed sellers, you could write this killer article, but if you publish it on your blog, you know, five or ten people are going to see it unless you have huge traffic. But if you publish it on, you know, Forbes or Huffington Post or BuzzFeed or one of these sites, um, that gets massive traffic in every area, um, you're going to see a bigger return from that. And then also you can leverage that article even further with there's companies like Outbrain um, that will distribute it to you know, millions of people in your area. 
So you can target it pretty specifically. Well, it's a it's a killer way of building reputation too. And I'm not talking online reputation though. Obviously, you get that benefit. But just from a listing agent's perspective, like if your mom's going on a listing presentation and she can whip out this folder of all these high flute places that have published her content, you're really validating right. the fact that she is a real estate expert. And the next guy that comes in and talks about his fancy virtual tours is kind of toast. Isn't <laughs> that's true. Yeah, long, that's a great point. Long story short, I, but getting back to cost, do you have any idea? Assuming you you hook up with a you know an already approved uh, writer and all that, what does something like that typically cost? Because all of our listeners are going to want to know. Yeah, it's probably like between fifty and hundred bucks. I'm trying to remember what it was last time. It wasn't that much though for what you get. Um, so when you say native, to leverage it. Okay, so when you say native advertising, what you're referring to basically is uh, stealth marketing in essence. You're not talking about running ads per se. You're talking about writing articles that have – it's essentially what copywriters have been doing for a long time, right? Writing a long-form right. kind of elegant sales letter that doesn't really jump out at you and grab you by the throat and act like a sales letter. That's kind of what you're describing, correct? Yeah, so the the, the trick is – and it kind of always has been – um, but a lot of people just haven't caught on to that, is to disguise your ads as content. Um, and that's why Facebook ads work so well, because they look like they're quality content, and that's why people click them and engage with them. Um, same with, like, LinkedIn and Twitter, which are, you know, upcoming players as well. Um, the more it looks like something content, something that people can, you know, take a bite out of, like a video or uh, an article of some sort or a listicle, um, the better it's going to perform. Because if it looks like an so, ad, people what, are going to try to avoid it. So why do you focus on – I mean, obviously the path has been proven to generate buyer leads, but you're focusing on the seller leads, which is unquestionably the harder animal to hunt. So why are you focusing on mm-hmm. seller leads as opposed to buyer leads? Um, well, listings are kind of the gold of real estate. Uh, it's how agents become you know, the dominant area, the dominant agent in their market. Um, you know that saying, Gary Keller always says, list to last. Um, it's you know you have to build up an inventory to really dominate an area, um, but it's incredibly hard to do it, especially if you're a new agent or if you're not really sure, um, and you don't want to really go door knocking or start cold calling expires necessarily. Um, it's a pain. It's hard to do. So that's what we're trying to simplify that whole process, just by thinking outside of the box a little bit, some of the different techniques. Do you think that the big lead selling portals, the you know we'll call them Zulia, do you foresee that they're going to try <laughs> to get heavily into the selling leads into the business, selling seller leads into the business? Yeah, Trulia just announced uh, that they're doing seller leads a couple months ago. Um, I'm not sure if Zillow is, but I'm sure they will add it at some point. Uh, it's kind of inevitable. Um, but the thing is that the value really comes from having control over the full system having control over driving the traffic, constructing and testing and fine-tuning your landing page, and doing the same with your follow-up. So if you have control over the full system, you can increase your results, whereas if you're reliant on you know, Zillow, paying Zillow a ridiculous amount of money for a zip code and getting leads whenever they come in, you really don't have any control over anything other than calling the lead. Um, so it kind of... Again, it's giving the agent the short end of this because they can't improve on the process. They can't improve the lead capture. Um, they're kind of just stuck with whatever they give you. And you can also chase the trends, too. I mean, like you mentioned Facebook, and now you're mentioning these native ads and whatnot. So you guys right. are listening, and you guys who are buying leads from Zillia, you know, and you guys are complaining about the cost of the leads and the quality of the leads, 
cost going up, quality going down. Hey, I got news for you. News Corp now owning Realtor.com in essence. You think your lead cost is going to go up or down? Of course it's going to increase. And, of course, the lead quality is going to go down as more agents get back into the industry. So the bottom line is, is yes, absolutely. If you control the whole process, you understand that you can tweak things, you can change things, you can make things better. So um, walk these guys through. I would say probably of the 50,000 that are listening this month, probably, I don't know, 100 understand so far what we're talking about. So your okay. website is very – yeah, you know, I'm sure that's been your experience too – so your website is very simple to understand, and we'll talk more about the process. But can you can you walk these guys through essentially what you offer and, and what you don't offer? You're not selling leads, so they need to be clear on that. What you're in essence right. selling is you're selling the result of the lead that they generate. So you're selling the landing page, and I assume you're selling some sort of CRM that's going to follow up with that lead. So you're like the peanut butter in the sandwich in, the, in essence, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a good way of putting it. Um, so, yeah, so we don't sell the leads themselves. Um, we sell the actual, the full system. So we have the training on how you can drive traffic um, and where to drive traffic from and what ads to post, when to post them, that kind of thing. Um, so the, the full system of driving the traffic. And then you drive the traffic to a landing page. So the landing page, the whole point of it's just a one-page website that the whole idea is to capture the visitor's contact information. So, okay, so let me interrupt, Danny. Let me interrupt you because we're not dealing with yeah, internet no. marketers here. So, a landing page, guys. Just like you said, the landing page is some. And when you go to a website, in essence, you go to any of our websites. You go to Danny's website. You go to Amazon.com, for that matter. I mean, in essence, there's something on there that's going to de- that's designed to capture your information. Conceptually, you guys understand because you do it every day. You enter in your name. You enter in your email. In exchange for that, you get something free, or you get the access to the you know, the information that you wanted or you get to watch the video or whatever it is. So the I, from someone who's been doing Internet marketing for the better part of a decade now for our own company and, you know, learning from all of our mistakes, I can tell you that optimizing, in, order, in other words, making a landing page work so that uh, folks want to enter in their information, that is uh, witchcraft and alchemy on a good day <laughs> because it's requiring so much, <laughs> it's requiring so much testing and just the stupidest, smallest things make the biggest difference. The different shade of blue, the different the font you're using, the where that you know the lead capture box is on the web page, and so I mean what Danny is saying is he's saying it's a one-page website, and that's kind of I don't know underselling what it is, uh, what's necessary to make a really good landing page. Because yeah, it's a one-page website, but it's a one-page website that's been optimized. It's a one-page website that someone spent a shit ton of time on trying to get all the details right so that it does convert leads. And that's pretty much what you were trying to say, correct? <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I, if um, I don't do it like that, then we're going to get questions after the radio show, and they're going to be hammering our emails asking what the heck a land, you know, why would it be, you know, so we have to clarify. <laughs> all right, good. Um, so um, they, you, you teach them, here's where we are, you teach them how to generate the lead. So you mentioned Facebook ads. We'll just talk about that. We won't have to talk about the Facebook ads per se, but say you teach them how to run Facebook ads. They then do what you tell them to do, and they run the Facebook ads. Okay. So you guys are then going to you know, essentially follow us how-to and how to set the Facebook ads up or whatever else. And then after someone clicks on the ad, they're then going to go to one of bold leads uh, landing pages that you guys control. Okay, that's where we're at. Now what happens next? Okay, so once a prospect hits your landing page, um, we have, it'll, at first it'll say, what's your homework? Uh, enter your address to see. So the 
the homeowner will start typing in their address, and it, the form will actually auto-populate. So it'll actually use the satellite from Google to figure out where they are, and it'll type in their address for them, basically. Um, and that's nice because a lot of people um, kind of, there's this thing called uh, abandonment with landing pages. So people, but they won't trust it, or they change their mind, or they get distracted by something else shiny on their computer, and they click off of it. So that helps avoid them clicking off of it so you can capture their information. And after they enter their address, it'll show their home on a map, and it will say, okay, well, this we found your home in our database. Where should we send your valuation report to? And then it will ask for their name, their email, their phone, and uh, if they're selling, what time frame are they selling in? It will ask them that. And so once they submit that, um, it sends them you know, a follow-up sequence. So you can set in our system, you can set it to send um, follow-up text messages, um, which use local phone numbers from your area. That way it looks like a real cell phone is texting them. There's no way they can tell, and if they reply, it goes back to your cell phone. So that's kind of cool. That helps increase the rate that people will actually respond to you versus if you send them like this spammy-looking text. Um, and same with the email. You want the email follow-up to look um, as least branded as possible, so you don't want that crazy email signature with photos and all these different links and stuff. You want to keep it really simple, like an email that you would shoot to a friend real quick. Um, the simpler, the shorter, the better, and the higher the response rate, which that's really the whole idea is to start a conversation with people who are interested in selling. Otherwise, you're gonna, it's basically goes back to cold calling if you can't start a conversation. So you um, mentioned well, – well, let me jump in here, Danny, so I can ask. Sure, so, sure. Um, your the ads, the nature of the ads that you're having these guys, your subscribers run, are offering home valuations. Is that what I heard you say? Yeah, so that's the, the primary way to get sellers. Okay. Always has been, probably always will be. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So you don't have yeah, a widget that de- – you don't have something that does an automated home valuation. You're, you're, you're basically it's offering the home valuation. They're then hopping on the the site, filling out their request for the home valuation, and then it's up to the agent to do the follow up and convert that lead into a listing appointment. Yeah. So we have landing page. You know, it'll give them like a, an approximate valuation, like a range. You know, from like this dollar amount to that dollar amount. Um, but that's mm-hmm. really not really sufficient for a lot of people. And if they're serious about actually selling, they're going to want a more detailed report. So you can just fire up um, like RPR or Cloud CMA um, and that you can create like a CMA report, um, send comps and that kind of thing in a couple of minutes. And people really, they enjoy those reports. They get a lot of value out of that. So that helps you get your foot so, in the door as an agent. Right. So you said you mentioned two websites. You said Cloud CMA and RPR, and those companies do automated CMAs. Uh, so in essence, if an agent were to be very successful generating a lot of online leads and they had a bunch of CMA requests, there is a system that you can refer them to that will do the CMAs for them, but still follow-up is necessary. Oh, yeah. Follow-up is, is where all the fortune is, the fortune of the follow-up. Um, that's where the money is actually made. So we just try to make it a little easier and a little less pressure on the agent because traditionally, you know, they have to call within five minutes, which you still have, we should do um, to get somebody on the phone right away. Otherwise, they're going to forget that they even fill out the form. Um, but we try to make it a little easier by adding the text and the email so that it kind of sparks a little bit of a conversation beforehand so you're not just calling them out of the blue, trying to you know, force an appointment right off the bat. 
Well, okay, so you're now rolling into something else I wanted to ask you about. So you obviously have agents sure. from all different levels of experience, all different markets, all different everything. Um, and I'm wondering, what do you see their best practices? Like if you could encapsulate the best elements from all of your most successful subscribers, what would be, like in a, what would be the things that you, that you find in common? You mentioned the follow-up follow process. Well, you mentioned lead follow-up, but is there anything else? Is there anything else that you're seeing that agents that are being very successful with your platform, what they're doing differently than maybe the agents that you know aren't? Yeah, so one is just contacting the lead. We have tons of agents on our system that they have that call reluctance thing where they're just not comfortable taking up the phone necessarily, which that's okay, but still you, you really need to get the person on the phone to set an appointment at some point. Otherwise, I mean, when it comes down to it, you're still a salesperson. Um, so you kind of still have to do the basic sales stuff. Um, but you don't have to be, you know, really over-the-top pushy and salesy. A lot of our clients that are doing really well treat it as more of, how would I put it? So one, they, they always assume the close. Um, so if the person is interested in selling, then they'll just, it, it's, they're very assumptive in it, so they say, okay, well, the next step is to come over, take a look at the house, um, see see what it's really worth. I need to like take a look around the property to give you the most accurate valuation possible, which is true, because um, it's like if you're going to trade in your car, you know, you can't just call them and say, what is it worth? They're going to say, well, bring it in. Let's look at it. So it's the same kind of idea. Um, so that's one. The other is um, when someone visits a landing page on our system, <coughs> Um, they'll type in their address. So even if they click off of the landing page and say, they type in their address and they change their mind, oh, I don't want to type in my phone number, I'm not comfortable with that, our system still captures that address um, and then builds it into a mailing list for you. So all the addresses that are captured are generated like a huge CSV file. So what you can do is you can take that and you can upload it to like Corefac, corefac.com, which is like a very simple-to-use postcard company. Um, and you can send out a postcard blast because um, you know that in somewhere there there is a hint of them wanting to sell somewhere. There is a little bit of intent. <clears throat> if they took the time to actually go to the landing page and type their address, they're not going to be as hot as like the people that say, all right, I'm ready to sell in the next month or one to three months. But um, it's better. It's like a, a lower lower quality lead, I guess, but it's still a lead. So people well, that are sending so out these postcards to that, yeah, Danny, you said something critical there, and and this is something you know we interview folks that are in the you know they sell services to agents, and it's you know these are sometimes some of our most popular radio shows. These interviews, like what you and I are doing right now, and the one recurring theme amongst all of them, and it seems like well, duh, Tim, everyone knows that, but does anyone do it? Is the you know we call it furiously fast lead follow up. That's so important. But I like what Danny was saying. Also, it's not just a furiously fast lead follow up. It's also following up with the intent of setting an appointment, setting a pre-qualified appointment. And right. um, one, of, one of the scripts, guys, that we teach all of you to use, because a lot of agents, you know, they've been doing free CMA ads forever, right, is when you call the <laughs> seller back, you simply say, hello, you know, hello, this is Tim Harris. You just requested the CMA on, you know, the, whatever the name of the site is. I'm just calling to confirm the information you put in, you know, bedrooms, baths, that sort of thing. And then the next question is, ideally, how soon do you want the home sold? So you went from right. basically them, you know, then you're jumping right to it. Then you're going to, oh, no, I'm not really interested. We're just curious. You know, I thought this was just a free service. We're just screwing around, too. Well, we're thinking about putting it for sale now, or it's about to expire, or we're putting it for sale in the next 90 days, you see. 
So the furiously right, fast right. lead follow-up with the intent of setting the appointment, as Danny said, is where the gold is. And, you know, you guys can you know, do anything you want to, but if you're not doing really focused, fast lead follow-up, you're not going to set appointments, especially listing appointments. So I think that's, you know, that's the secret sauce for anything. It's kind of funny in real estate, uh, if you were to – if you were to like melt down all the best agents, you know, and you were to make a super agent, that super agent basically <laughs> would uh, the, the number one superpower they would have would be their ability to really do fast, effective lead follow-up. That's so absolutely critical. Um, so let's talk about um, what is working. You know, obviously you're doing, you teach these guys to do a lot of IM internet marketing things and to generate the leads. You mentioned Facebook. What else is working? I'm assuming that the free CMA is the is the most effective hook right now to get someone to fill out a form. Where other what other platforms do you see a great place where an agent can run a relatively inexpensive ad and get a good return on investment? Yeah, so well Facebook is definitely the, the cheapest source of leads, be five and seven bucks on average. Um and the direct captures for like fifty cents. So um Facebook is the cheapest. Um it's not going to be the highest quality of lead just because you have to think about when you're on Facebook, you're not necessarily searching for a place, searching to talk to a realtor. Um, but if you target it right, then it actually works out pretty well. Um, but like, if you so, want so like help higher... Dan, let's give these Go guys ahead. some value. So when you say targeting it right, are you meaning basically how you set the ad up in the system, like where you're trying to drill down on who's going to see the ad? Is that what you mean by targeting it right? Yeah, exactly. So Facebook offers a ridiculous suite of demographics targeting. So mm-hmm. what we we recommend that you target um, homeowners, so you can target homeowners um, over the age of 35 um, because we know that the average seller in the U.S. is about 39, 40. Um, mm-hmm. And so over the age of 35 homeowners, and then you want to target it by zip code. So you want to enter the zip code that, you know, you want to get business in. Um, and you're going to get leads from outside of those areas, but refer them off to other agents. You know, just just smart like oh, smart yeah. tip. They'll actually they'll go in. And they'll figure out like the average lo- length of the time that someone's been in a home. I don't. Does Facebook capture information like that? Uh, a little bit. I'm not sure how accurate it is, um, just okay. because they're relying on third party sources. But they do know who who owns a home, um, who makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year, stuff like that. Gotcha. Good. So aside that, from Facebook, what else do you see that's working? What else What else are your best users talking about? Um, Google AdWords and Bing, like Microsoft Ad Center, are always, are always great. Just because um, if you're searching on a search engine, then you automatically have intent. Like you, you're not going to search for something that you don't want necessarily. So if you're searching, you know, find out what my house is worth online or something like that then you obviously want home valuation, and there's obviously a reason why you want it. You're either going to re- be refinancing, you're going to be selling, um, something to that effect. So there, because there's intent for the search, it's usually a higher quality lead. The only bad thing about Google and Bing is that the cost per lead is way higher um, than, like, Facebook, that kind of thing, um, well, just because so there's way goes, more competition. That goes back to something, Dan, that you and I were talking about at the top of a radio show today, in that something that works today, Facebook, for example, 
uh, and maybe even like seven, eight years ago, Zillow would have been a great source, you know, of affordable, like this, the agent's getting unquestionably great value for the lead that they're buying. Well, a year from now, Facebook could just be ridiculously expensive. They could change a couple algorithms, and the next thing you know, that dollar lead now costs 20 So. I mean, exactly. that's the whole, exactly. you know, and you, and you're obviously one of the services you provide to your users is you're, you know, hanging out with probably the top tier internet marketing guys and you're paying really close attention to what's, you know, the, what's next, what happening next. You mentioned, you know, the, the d- different types of ads and stuff. So I like that. That's good. I mean, I like the fact that you're not just selling a landing page, you're selling a landing page and you're showing folks, agents, how to make it work. So let's talk about cost. Right. How, what does something like this cost? So our system, if you want to do it yourself, so if we have a, two different options basically. One is the whole software, the follow-up system, the landing pages, and the training um, is $99 a month. Um, and then if you want us to run your ads for you, it's $199 a month. That's and then there's cool. a $199 so how, setup fee for that. So how would that work with like budget? So basically someone were to start with you and let's say they don't want to do anything, which is probably a majority of the agents you deal with on your <laughs> You know, and they just want to basically have you manage everything for them. It's 199 bucks uh, a month, but that doesn't include the actual advertising, right? Right, right. So we recommend at least a $250 ad budget, which okay. is pretty darn conservative for pay-per-click ads. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll run ads. Usually we'll test out to see, because different areas have different response rates and that kind of thing. So, so diverse, especially because we're doing Canada, too. Um, so some areas just don't work with Facebook and some work incredibly well. So we usually will start out by running ads on three different platforms, Bing, Google, and Facebook, and then seeing which ones perform the best, and then we'll optimize those as we go. Well, so that's interesting. You, so you're saying in different, you know, obviously countries, but also in different markets, one platform might work better than the other. That's kind of surprising to me. Did I hear you correctly? Oh yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Talk talk a little bit about that. That's interesting. Yeah, so I'm not sure if it's just a demographic issue, but I can tell you that it's also probably because some areas are crazy competitive because we're not the only people marketing on Google, you know. There's millions and millions of companies marketing on Google, and there's probably like if you're in San Diego and you type in San Diego home values or something to that effect, there are so many ads, it's ridiculous. Um, so the cost per click is going to be incredibly high because it, it works like an auction. So the more bidders that there are right. for a certain keyword, the higher the cost. So you're so going to be someone that was, 50 bucks a lead. So but, someone that was wanting to run an ad, for example, offering CMAs in San Diego that, or L.A. or really probably any of the major markets in the country, they're probably going to be better off if they run more targeted ads, and that's something you can do for them or show them how to do. So, like, for example, Julie and I sold real estate in you know, New Albany, Ohio, Worthington, Ohio. So if we would have run uh, an ad that said Columbus, Ohio, home values, that would have been expensive versus if we had said New Albany, home values, for example, where it would have been less competition and give, given us the traffic that we are truly after. That's what you're describing? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, cool. So it's all, it's all, all right, so the other thing I like and, uh, about your company is that you're not requiring these guys to sign, sign long-term contracts. I mean, that's the same way we do it too, and I think that's, something that you should be uh, saluted for because it's unless you've changed that policy I'm correct you don't have contracts right Uh, no we do have incentives for if you do sign a three month agreement Um, we have had problems because some agents just don't want to work the leads and it's a ton of work for us to set everything up and get them going 
So it's a it's a pain if they want to drop off after a week because they don't see any listing. But, right. Um, most agents do see results, you know, within a month or two. Good. And I, again, guys, and this is an interesting. A lot of you are looking for more spokes on your lead generation wheel. Um, and this is a clever one. And again, I like this company because he's frankly he's doing all the hard work for you. Um, and trust me, I've had to waste many, many thousands, of hundreds of thousands of dollars of doing what he's, you know, essentially selling to you guys for a hundred bucks a month. So that's kind of novel. And I like the fact that it's geared towards seller leads. So for that, Danny, I really appreciate um, the, the service you're providing. I think it's your time perfectly in the marketplace. More agents are waking up to the fact that chasing buyer leads is an exercise in futility. And uh, yeah, I think I think you're on the right path, my friend. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Tim. That means a lot. Anything else you'd like to say to our listeners as we uh, round up today's show? Um, did you want me to go into any of the like uh, actual tactics or tips or anything? You know it's what? You. I don't know. Yeah, time, sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. I, you know, so guys, we're gonna do a little bit of bonus on today's radio show. So go right ahead. So Danny's ready, and, and I'm interested in what he has to say too. So I'm taking notes. Go for it. Okay, I'll, I'll make it quick. <laughs> Um, so let's see, what should we start with? So we do a lot of training webinars and um, like training classes in live person and stuff on different techniques. And I'll give you like five or six different techniques that really no one else is pursuing um, that aggressively yet. Um, so one, let's start with um, Nextdoor. So nextdoor.com is a neighborhood social network site. So each neighborhood in the entire country has a next door page. Um, they don't all have people in them yet, but a lot of the bigger ones do. Um, so what's cool about that is each each neighborhood has a wall, kind of like Facebook has a wall, and each neighborhood has a directory of everyone who lives in the neighborhood and their contact information. So what you can do is, you know, post like a weekly um, or monthly update of like how the home prices are doing, the average home value, if there's been any sales in the neighborhood, that kind of thing. Just establish yourself as an expert. Um, and it's cool because every time you post on there, it sends out an email blast to every single person in the neighborhood. So hmm. if there's not one in your in the area that you live, you can start one. It's, it's free, as far as I know. Um, and what they'll do is they, they send postcards out to every single person in the neighborhood to get them to sign up for this site. Um, so if you're kind of the guy starting it, then you have so much power because, you know, there's, everyone's heard of farming, and sending out those cheesy postcards over and over again, trying to <laughs> convince people to call them. Um, but this way, it's like a new way of farming. It's a lot less um, tacky, I think, um, just because everybody gets bombarded with those those ads and those postcards. So if you're doing it online on like the social kind of um, platform, you don't want to be too salesy and send them pitches and stuff. But if you're like a helpful, friendly neighborhood guy doing free CMAs for your neighbors kind of thing, it works really, really well, and it's totally free. Um, the next so, one. Well, let, let me throw something that just I hate to tail in something you just said because you said it so elegantly. But sometimes, guys, another thing to do is be sensitive to when your uh, local properties are being revaluated. Because uh, another great thing to do is offer free CMAs for the sake of contesting their property tax values. So this is another idea for you. Um, that's very, very effective in states like Texas where the property taxes are so high because there's no uh, income tax. So, sorry, go ahead. That's a good point. That's a great point. You can um, have that one. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's definitely something everybody should check out just because it's totally free. Um, another thing that it's been around for a while, um, but uh, still agents still have never heard of it when I bring it up, are these referral sites. 
So there's sites like Lovoto.com, AgentPronto, Estately.com, um, Referral Exchange, Agent Machine. You can just do a search on Google for this, but there's, there's these sites that they generate leads on their own. And a lot of these people, they'll qualify the lead for you, and then they'll refer them out to you. And they just take a you know 25% cut, but it's basically free business. Um, and a lot of these leads are pretty high quality. They do have buyer and listing. So I know agents that are closing at least five deals a month just from these sites. So it's, it's like a free source of business, basically. Um, another way is Zillow.com. Um, now, this has been said a few times before, um, but I'll go over it anyway. Zillow has a section called Make Me Move. And yep. so what that is is um, people can say, you know, if I were to sell, I'd sell for this much money. So what you can do is you can go through, see all the people that have marked Make Me Move in your area, send them a quick message, or send them a link to your landing page, and get them in your funnel and start following up. A lot of these people are very early in the stage of selling, but we again, we have agents that are closing a lot of deals just from this. So just because a lot of people don't want to take the time to do it manually, but you can hire like a virtual assistant on Odesk for a couple bucks an hour, knock them all out in your whole market area, and get a few leads for it. So that's an easy way to get generate some listings. Um, another thing that I've seen work really well is instead of sending out farming postcards um, with the what's your home worth or sell your house fast or I have buyers in your area type messaging, um, I've seen some agents send out postcards with join our neighborhood Facebook group. So the agent will start a Facebook group for the neighborhood and market that instead of marketing their own service. And then what, what that has done is it's basically given them an audience of everyone that lives in their target market and they can continually market to them on Facebook because everybody's on Facebook all the time. Um, so that's a super easy way to generate like a, a farm um, that's totally responsive to you. And we'll see you as the expert because you're the host. You know, it's kind of like the next door concept. You're you're running the show, so you already have that clout. Yeah, I love those ideas. Uh, and on that Facebook on that Facebook group too, you could do like you know uh, the you know uh, there's a church group that's looking for donations. There's a lost kitty. There's a someone saw a coyote right, in the neighborhood. Right. There's lots of different things you could do to get people to actually be receptive to the information you're providing there. And I like you know I, you're right. I mean, you have to not be overtly aggressive in your pitchiness, otherwise people will turn you off. Right, right, that's true. Um, it's just yeah, a nice way awesome. to kind of slip under the radar. Yeah, that's good. I love those ideas. Those are fantastic. So that that's really neat. Yeah, so Any yeah. other ideas come to mind? Um, there, I have so many. <laughs> but if, I mean, I go through a lot of these in gruesome detail. Um, if you want, like, more information on these, I'm doing a free webinar. I think it's this Thursday. Um, so people can sign up for that if they want more detail cool. on that. I don't really time yeah, to go into perfect. all of them, but well, we'll include a link in the email that we're sending out, letting uh, because most of our listeners listen in replay, so we'll send out a link so they can listen in replay uh, to today's awesome. show and uh, then get your information that way. So, uh, really appreciate you being my co-host today. I've learned a lot. I, uh, Tim and I were uh, our, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Ventura and I were chatting back and forth, and we were writing down some of these URLs that you were mentioning. You know, I have to say there's agents across the country right now whose teeth are rattling because you mentioned the make-me-move thing because that's been a nice little secret way to get uh, future FISBOs. 
And, you know, the other thing is, is if you run those filters on Zillow, you can also find out the guys. Of course, you can get this information a variety of different places, but the very early pre-foreclosures, you know, when the notice of defaults have been filed, that's always been a great source because, hey, guess what? Those sellers are motivated. Oh, yeah. They have to sell. The for rent by owners are a killer listing source, too, because a lot of these owners are reluctant landlords. They just got stuck with the property, and they'd love to sell them. There's, you know, that's that's the cool thing about going after listings. You do have to make an effort, but there's so few agents that are willing to take the time to actually pursue it, and it's so much more lucrative than chasing buyer leads. Right. It's not even funny. It, you know, um, if you guys want buyer leads, here's an idea for you: take a listing, take a listing, and you'll have buy, you'll have to beat the buyers off with a stick, and that'll always be true. So embrace the new market, embrace this new real estate boom, accept the fact that we're in a long-term, ever-increasing real estate market. Every single housing statistic that's been coming out is reinforcing that message. And guys, accept the fact that, especially rolling into the new year, that you know, being a listing agent is where it's at. It's where it's always been, and it's where it will always be. So, Danny, thank you very much for being my co-host today. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot, and we will definitely have you back, assuming you have time. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, man. Have a great day. All right. See you guys. Bye. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.